Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. From Los Angeles, it's Mike Downer, and this is Conversations. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram as well. We are at Conversations Radio. On Twitter, it's at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. And of course, uh, on Facebook, we are simply Conversations, the podcast. Hey, if you like what you hear, drop us a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. Get a lot of email from folks, and um, I appreciate that. Thank you. So far, the feedback's been, for the most part, very, very good. So again, guys, thank you. And a great show tonight. Tonight's guest will be Darren Lapari. Uh, he currently stars uh, opposite Chadwick Boseman in 21 Bridges. We'll talk to him in a second. I want to thank our guest from last week, a huge show, legendary bassist Leland Scalar. He joined us uh, from Los Angeles. He is a bassist who's basically played for everyone just off the road with Phil Collins. He's played with uh, James Taylor, Jackson Brown, Holland Oates. I mean, it goes on and on and on. About 25,000 songs have his bass riffs on them. So again, that podcast is up. It's online. That's episode 60. You'll find that on our website as well as Apple Podcasts. Go to the iTunes store and search Conversations Radio, and you'll find it right there, as well as all our other podcasts. So again, uh, check that out. Hey, great show tonight, and our returning guest co-host, all the way from Australia, Joey Vieira is an actor who actually was born in California. Now he's in Australia, acting and, and doing the whole thing. Uh, he is known for a number of projects, including Reef Break on ABC, as well as playing Uncle Nico on Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Welcome back. Friend and epic co-host Joey Vieira. Joey, how are you? I am good. I'm good. Thanks for having me back, Mike. Um, I am in uh, sunny Brisbane. Uh, it's 94 degrees today. I am uh, and a bit moist, so it's hot. <laughs> yeah, but but I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Well, glad to have you back. And uh, again, uh, just the opposite here. Very very cool. It's been very cool here. Actually, we had rain today. Uh, it poured here in Los Angeles. Our guests will, of course, confirm that. But uh, what's going on, sir? You're working on some stuff, obviously. Um, what's new? Yeah, look, it's been a um, crazy busy year um, for me, which is just a blessing because you just never know in this industry. But, uh, yeah, these past two months I've been on the comedy series back in October called um, How to Stay Married, uh, season two for that. Another series I did feature i did with um levi miller uh this past month and then now i just booked another one um called a romance on the menu which started filming this week so i start next week in the following week shooting that um until the end of uh december so it's just a nice way to end the year well you've been busy that's great I mean, you're, <laughs> you're booking stuff yeah and of course uh just so you know uh, dora and the Lost City of Gold is still screening in theaters here in Southern California and probably other places too. And you can now download that. It is available on many digital download platforms. I'm sure Blu-ray and DVD as well. So a uh, great movie. It did very, very well. And of course, you're well known for your role as Uncle Nico. 
Yeah, an honor to play, man. An honor to be a, a part of a show that, like, my my child grew up watching. Um, he, I think we I think we purchased every Dora the Explorer DVD as well as every you know Go Diego Go really uh, DVD. So he yeah, so he grew up watching you know um, the, the the animated characters. So it's just just an honor to be you know a part of the show and playing a, a significant little role in it. Again, your work speaks for itself. And uh, you are a working actor. You are making it. And uh, our guest is as well. Let's bring him in. Uh, Darren Lapari is a New York-based actor, although currently he's in Los Angeles, uh, just kind of enjoying uh, Southern California, the, the wet weather and occasional sunshine because it's that time of the year. Uh, he is best known for uh, shows like uh, Mr. Robot, um, as well as a, a short he did called Pouring Glory. He's very proud of that. Um, you've probably seen him on Girls Patrol, The Blacklist, Blue Bloods, all kinds of stuff. His new project out, he plays uh, Lieutenant Kelly opposite Chadwick Boseman in 21 Bridges. That movie is now in theaters, and um, you, you said you saw the trailer for it. Yeah, it, it, uh, it was released in, in theaters um, just this past weekend here in Australia. The trailer's just, oh, I, it just you just want to go see it. Well, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> um, that's the yeah, plan. That's, yeah, there's, a, there's an amazing scene, um, just a nice slick scene where he's he's walking, walking through the um, Chadwick's walking through the metro, and just the way he shows his badge saying he's a cop, and I was just like, whoa, that was so smooth, just the style, the action, not a film I can take my son to watch. So I'm no, not no, no, yeah. escape. <laughs> this is a big deal. Let's bring him in, actor from New York, now is in Los Angeles for maybe maybe forever. I don't know. Darren Lapari, how's it going? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Welcome to Conversations. And again, it's all about you. No list of questions, no ambush. It's just a conversation. <laughs> Glad we made this work. Again, we had scheduled this a while back. I had caught the flu. I was really sick. And uh, we rescheduled, and you were so cordial. Glad to have you on. Welcome. Of course. No, I mean, I'm glad. I, I, this is, I was really looking forward to this. Chatting with Mike and uh, obviously and Joey, uh, congrats on everything. That's really as a fellow actor, I, I know how difficult it is to to kind of you know uh, you know uh, get work here and there, and you just don't know that the business is crazy. And that's really awesome that you've been steadily working for a while. Thanks, man. Thank you. And I, I can see from you too, man. You you just uh, you don't stop. You've got even with just <laughs> getting in some short movies and stuff, man. You you just got to keep plugging away, which is great. Yeah. No, I mean, thank you. I mean, you know, it's, it's, um, I, I try, I think we're, you know, we're, we're all, you know, creative people and, and, um, kind of also trying to measure what, what, what personal success is. And, and, you know, uh, I, I love, you know, uh, when I can get a, a job is great, but and even auditioning and, but also really trying to just write or, or edit or just, just find a way to stay creative and, and kind of have a lot of other outlets uh, to kind of, and, and you live your life and just have life experiences, you know? I might mention as well that, uh, Darren, you are your director, producer, you're a writer, um, as well as an actor. You've done all kinds of stuff. Also, um, a bartender. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But oh, yeah. are, you, are you native of New York? Yeah, I mean... If you count Long Island, yes, I so technically I grew up in Long Island, New York. <laughs> yes, part of it, yeah. <laughs> which which you know is is a lot like LA actually. It is a very suburban suburban uh, area. Uh, most people know it because it's you know the Hamptons and Montauk is at the sure. is all the way at the East End. And yeah, so I, I grew up in Long Island, uh, but uh, I've been living in uh, in the Brooklyn area metro area for about the last. 13 years, just because, you know, that's where the action is. Sure. After I graduated film school, upstate New York, I moved to uh, Manhattan and uh, started to 
do some theater and, you know, get representation. And now, you know, New York has really over the last decade just changed so much as far as the amount of shows and, and films they shoot here. So it's it's definitely, you know, it's, it's a good time to be an actor in New York, you know, or bi-coastally. Yeah. Was uh, was acting always on your horizon when you were a kid? I mean, is it something you wanted to do or you just kind of fell into it? You know, I think I remember, you know, I was at my mom's not too long ago and, and she dig, she dug up, uh, she, you know, like, you know, what do you want to be? You know, I was it was asked in the class, like, what do you want to be? And I, I wanted to be Indiana Jones. You know, I wanted to be a, a, a world traveler. That's what that's what I wanted to do. Wow. You know, in high school, I did some performing arts. I did variety show and sketch shows. But I really uh, was I just was in love with film when I was a kid. And uh, I wanted to go to film school, which I did. I really first and foremost wanted to direct and write and uh i but i think you know i grew up in a performing arts household so there was always this kind of subconscious uh support and and encouragement and it was always around me so i it was just kind of a thing uh where it just you know i was out here actually in la about 15 years ago i was a camera assistant i was interning for the bernie mac show uh back in the early 2000s and oh wow i was out yeah it was crazy i was out there and i was through film school and and you know i just was watching all the stuff going on in front of the camera have, and I was like, you know, I, I love this behind the scenes stuff, but I really feel like I got to start exploring this other side. I think I'm going to find a lot of more personal fulfillment on that other side of the camera. And I did. OK, stop right there. Joey, this sounds like your story. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm right with you, Darren. It's it's something that, um, you know, I, I, I wanted to explore both sides. Mm. Because I wanted to get a true understanding of what's going on and how you know how how it all works and everyone's positions and jobs yeah. and how it all goes together and, and also just get a feeling of what what I'm going to gravitate to, and um, I love being behind the scenes, man. I love mm. you know well uh, whether it was production assistant working in casting, um, mm. but being in front of camera is where I had the most fulfillment. So that's sort of where where I ended up just shifting more towards that. But I wanted to get first get a taste of it all before I made that decision. And but also knew that making that decision, it was going to be an uphill battle because it's just, oh, yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah. And but but that's the just, cool thing is, right, like knowing you, you're, you're probably, you know, you're you're become, you know, invaluable in a sense is like it's it's a great to have someone who knows both sides as an actor. You kind of know what's going on, you know, um, you're not focusing on it too much, but you kind of being on the set, you know how it all works. You kind of, you know, which is I think it's a great advantage to have. And you working with camera, I mean, knowing, yeah. knowing framing, knowing shots, yeah. knowing lenses, you know, all that is so important. And, and to me, like, I know that stuff because I also I also shoot as much as I can when I'm not acting. And it is you you need to know this sort of stuff. And I don't think actors necessarily like I don't think most of them ever even think about doing that. And mm. it's so important as an actor to know, even just knowing the framing, because it, it's going to tell you, you're going to know how big or small to be when the camera's either really tight or, or, or wide on you. Exactly. Um, exactly. That's cool. You, you just adjust your acting. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Darren, you were, you were from New York, came to L.A. for a while. What was that like? Was it overwhelming at first? Because New York and L.A. are just so different. Showbiz is kind of the constant, a whole, you know, film and entertainment community in, in New York. So how was it different? For like the first time, or just just in general? Well, just in general. I mean, when you, when you yeah, came out, I yeah. mean, you know, I I think I'm at an age now where I, as far as just the just the space and kind of the vibe and and the access to nature is is really helpful help helpful to me mentally. You know, mental health, and it's it's I think where I'm it's it's where I'm happiest, and I think that is helping my auditions. You know, um, not not gonna 
not going to lie. I mean, some some of my crazy uh, angry commutes in the city uh, have definitely helped uh, me book some roles, depending on the role. You know, I'm like, hey, sure. let me just use this energy. Uh, so that's not to knock that. But, um, you know, the cool thing about L.A. Uh, that I I kind of do enjoy and I think I take uh, in a positive light is that everyone is the majority of people are in the business. And I think that's kind of like uh, reinvigorating in a sense where. You know, again, there's a lot of different types of people here, which is great. Um, but here it's it's like everyone is it seems that there, it seems there's a lot of creatives here that are not really just talking the talk. You know, they're really right. doing something. Right? And I really appreciate that because it, you really can can figure and, and build a community and that you can, you can surround yourself with people that uh, kind of kind of inspire you in a sense. So I I do enjoy that. And I think um, in New York. You know, there are there is there is that community, but I think uh, it's it's here. It's just there's more of that. You said community, which is so important because everyone knows each other. It's such a tight, mm. tight knit thing. Most of my guests that I've had on the show, there's a six degrees of separation kind of thing when they all know each other. And again, your big cities, L.A., New York, these are where you want to be. If you're in Nebraska, you may have a problem getting a lot of gigs, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and even in Australia, I mean, Darren, I swear, Australia is like off the hook with with uh, production now. It's it's incredible. That's great, and I gotta say, like some of my favorite actors of all time are Austra- are Aussie actors. I mean, you know, even coming like I even just like when I even as as of most recently when I saw Ben Mendelsohn in Animal Kingdom. Yes. Now that he's had such a career in the, in uh, in in America, I mean, but it goes, you know, Guy Pierce and Russell Crowe and. Gosh, you know, Hugo Weaving, and it's just, you know, the list goes on. It's incredible. There's a big community both uh, in, 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 in Queensland, uh, which is actually more like uh, uh, Brisbane, and, and the Gold Coast is about an hour difference. But the stu- there's studios on both sides. Uh, and then in the middle, you've got of Australia, you've got Sydney, which is in New South Wales, and a, another huge, you know, film community uh, and film schools there. Uh, and then you've got Melbourne. It's like Melbourne is in, also known for like their comedies, but there's just there's TV, there's film, and it's oh. whether it's it's international and it's and it's local, um, and it's it's because of the incentives. It's because of the local. Yeah. I can say the local, state, and federal government really put some money into the arts and helping get you know big projects here to help us uh, work and, and get it's better great. at it. Yeah, I think I think New York. Well, because there's a lot of work going there. I think they also have an incredible uh, incentive there mm-hmm. for filming, um, which is why it's it's really blown up in the past few years. Yeah. Now, that being said, still a lot of filming in Canada, Atlanta, Austin. These are huge, huge meccas for filming right now. And I think it's up to the states and cities and stuff to make make it attractive to the production companies, because um, many production companies are are pulling out because they it's just not it's not cost effective. Is what I hear. So I'm glad to hear that uh, things in New York are thriving, which is good. Let's go back just a tad here. Again, you you had your heart set in this film school and all that. Did you do stuff into high school as far as like plays and stuff? Yeah, you know, again, this was yeah. Even even in high school, I started to find this um, kind of dual interest in kind of filmmaking and acting. You know. I, I was I was in the band for a bit. I played the saxophone and I, I played the drums, and I still love playing music. But even that, I like, kind of quit the band to to start doing a video class that they offered, and then at the same time, kind of delved into kind of doing some comedy variety show. Like so, so both of those um, kind of mediums were being exercised even in high school. Um, and I think uh, 
yeah, so so from then on, but again, it was more really focusing on the film school when I got um, when I got to college. Um, and then after that, it took me about, you know, I, I really started acting and really starting to take it seriously and say, let me let me go for this. Uh, let me give this a shot and, and put all my just go for it. I was about maybe 27. You know, I'm, th- I'm going to be 38 in about f- in a few weeks. But yeah. it, I, I really started. Um, I don't want to say I, I guess you could say I started late, but it, it, I guess maybe I started to really consider doing this as a for a living, you know, at, at that age of 27. Well, you started when it was the right time. That's what it is. You didn't, Exa- exactly. You didn't rush. And that's, I never I never think to myself, um, and I'm sure you both can attest to that. You know, I never kind of think, oh, I wish I I did this earlier. I, I just no, it wasn't the time. I wasn't it wasn't for me at the time. You know, I think you just kind of uh, just go into it when you're ready for it. And when you start to be proactive about it and you have a passion for it, you didn't rush it. That's, I mean, that's, that's the thing. And, and I think we do think that we do we do think that stuff. But again, now we march forward. And, it doesn't um, do any good. To think yeah, like it doesn't. That, right? Exactly. I, always... well, I think, I think mat- maturity as well helps. Mm, absolutely. Um, and you've got, um, look, I started in my late teens, early 20s, and I really attacked it. But I don't think I was mature enough. Uh, I, th- I really don't. And I feel like in my mid-30s is sort of when I really started to, it all sort of started to sink in. And I, it may have just been from like just life experiences, like you were saying earlier, Darren, mm-hmm. from like using you know, uh, um, life experiences into whether it be castings or, or actual roles, you, you, you put those in your pocket and you use them later. I, I do it all the time. And oh, I, have, yeah. I have more of them now than I ever you know that I ever have. It's like yep. the older we get, the more, the more little tools we've got to work with. Yeah. What was your defining moment, Darren? When did, when did you finally say, Hey, I think I'm making it. Huh? <laughs> Gosh, you know, I know it sounds silly, but there's just well, there's little little kind of like foots. There's little 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 small victories, I guess. Sure. You know, just just even you know, gosh, I know it sounds it sounds so so little, but you know, I was doing a lot of um, starting out. I was doing a lot of co-star stuff. I would work, uh, you know, a few hours on a set here and there. And you know, it's funny, but it's like when I when I got Mr. Robot, that was really my first gig where I'm like I was on working on a show for like you know, not two hours, but like two to three days. And that was a big deal to me, you know, because for a few years, you know, there was a lot of things going on, but like there was stuff where I just felt like, you know, I wasn't really get, having access to, to bigger showcases or bigger roles. And and uh, I got to say, like, you know, right off the top of my head, that was a thing. And and as of late, you know, the fact this is my first studio film, 21 Bridges, and, and this has kind of been just another stepping stone to add for experience uh, life experience and just like onset experience where it's all really kind of these building blocks. I, I don't, I don't know if I'm ever going to be like, I really felt like I made it, but I think, you know, it's a thing where you kind of, I, 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 once in a blue moon, I'll look back, you know, I'll look back a year, I'll look back two years or three years and I kind of just like, wow, you know, I, I'm really kind of come, come a bit of a way, you know, and that's, I, I really feel it's important to acknowledge that not, not that, not in a, a kind of an ego or an arrogant way, but just to kind of like a, just a, a nice little pat on the back and be like, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah kind no. of something like that. This is a huge deal for you. Twilight yeah. Bridges, a fantastic cast. You are in this as well. You played Lieutenant Kelly. And obviously, you've done so much before that. I mean, you, you did Mr. Robot, Blind Spot, FBI, Blue Bloods, uh, Law and yeah. Order. Everyone's done Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, does that's, yeah. But all that's of- kind of like a rite of, a rite of passage. Um, 
Yeah, you know, all these, all these again, and I'm sure, you know, again, Joey, Joey can probably agree. It's like, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of, you know, I, I was just ready for this, this role and this kind of, um, uh, you know, working on, on a, on a film of this scale of this kind of attention, just because of all these, I was prepared. And, and again, I really, I truly believe in the saying, you know, luck is when preparation meets opportunity, you know, and, and I really feel like a lot of these, you know, who knows, maybe, it's, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like there were some roles that I was up for that were pretty big. And if I got, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, I don't know if I've been able to, to really do it, do it as fully uh, as I would have now if I did it, you know, a few years ago. So I really, again, kind of going back to that, you know, ready for a thing, I really felt like uh, I, I had a lot of things in my tool bag and, and experience that I was I was going to be up, be up for it, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man, because this, this is something that like I'm looking at your resume and, and I can say like the more and the more you work, the, the more you the more convinced that producers, directors yeah. and, and, and casting is, is with you going. Yeah, they can play that role. They played all these other roles already. Like it's the resume of this IMDb is so important and, and having nothing on there like really can really hurt your chances of booking anything. And the more you have the more you're telling them, yeah, I, I can show up to set and I can do exactly what you need me to do. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a trust thing. Um, it's, it's a proper resume. And uh, you can see actors go you know, from, from small roles to much bigger and bigger roles throughout the years. And it's, it's all happening because they're going back and they're looking at us and they're seeing what we've done, what we've accomplished to, to, to confirm that we, know we, we can execute. Which is so important because their their time means money, and you show up to set, and you, yeah. you you can't you know you, it's just it's one of those things where they have to be able to trust you without ever meeting or knowing you because it isn't <laughs> you know a lot of these times these are people from like the, the last project I just booked, you know I had I got shortlisted and then it's the guys it's back in the U you know in the U S some the producers over there decided on who was getting the role and you know I I booked that role but I'm assuming that would have had something to do with the fact that. You know, I've got a decent resume. Yeah. <laughs> and Darren, yeah, no, Darren, your, res yeah. your resume is fantastic. I mean, this is, it's, yeah. it's, it is. And it's, and it's diversified. You've done a lot of different stuff. And the shorts, I always say the shorts are so important. And you also, like I said, you produce and write and direct. That's amazing. That is so cool. Oh, thanks. I mean, you know, uh, it's something again, like even uh, over the last week or two, I've been trying to do some, write some new stuff because, you know, that, that's a whole other, a process that is uh, extremely just I respect and admire that and I think again it's I, I like to do it personally I guess I'm selfish with that I, I do it really again to just get some stuff out and, and, and entertain but also you know I really like the mockumentary genre that's kind of a genre that I really enjoy just because <laughs> you're, you're, you're really able to really talk about certain topical things and kind of get away with it in, in, a, in a funny way in a way that's not too kind of in over, you know, over the head or very, uh, too, too profound, you know, but it, it's, it's creates resonance. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's important to me and I'm really trying to continue. And again, like it takes, it takes the load off. It takes the pressure off of, 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 of the auditioning or the before, or this kind of like this, this, this desire or want of this, of this job or this role. It's like, you're performing and you're creating every day. So this is just another, you just, just another day to sure. do that, whether it's in the room or if it's a callback, you know, it's right. Right. Are you able to go into, go into auditions and stuff and not personalize it if you don't get it? Cause that's, that's a real, real issue with a lot of actors that are just starting out that they, that the rejection. And again, that's part of the, 
because it's a numbers game, obviously. Uh, yeah, but... yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, it's, you know, uh, there's something that I really, again, like over the last, you know, but we all, you know, it comes back here and there, no matter, I guess, what stage you get to. But yeah, there's something I really kind of do now where I don't, I try to let it go as quickly. I'm, I'm happy with the audition as long as I know that I, I, I did the preparation that I needed to do and I found the truth in the scene that I made it interesting for myself, whether it's two lines or 25 lines or, you know, 25 pages, it, it's, it's, that's, that's what's more important to me. And I think, you know, having that positive attitude and just continuing to, to do that uh, really has helped me out a lot because I, when I was starting out, I really was kind of thinking a lot about everything. But I also think having more of the training and the technique and the experience, you do, you do start to uh, kind of this, the insecurity and the doubt, it does start to whittle down because, you know, you're, 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 um, you have to be aware of it. And you say, okay, I'm aware of this. How can I fix this? How can I also uh, do that? And just, just self-care is also a big, a big deal with that. So much of it is, is it's out of your hands. I mean, you're, Oh like, yeah, like you said, man. Go in, man. You you do what you wanted to do for for the role, um, and and you move on, and you just, you yeah. just trust that what you did was the right thing. And then you know what? It's up to them. You just you leave it up to them who they're gonna pick for the role. And I I, I can tell you, when I was younger, yeah, it, it did bother me, and I was a bit more desperate because I also needed the money. Yeah. Uh, sure. Where now I think also like having other focuses because I also work in a lot of short films, um, and work with the community, and that. Like an audition is just like a side piece, you know, and I work, when I book a job, it's like, it's almost like an inconvenience sometimes. I'm like, shoot, now I have to like reschedule these classes that I'm teaching or, you mm. know, these kids that I'm working with. Um, it's, but I, I prefer that way than having to wait by my phone, you know, oh, God. De- <laughs> desperately needing a job. Yeah, well, the, yeah, I think it's like, yeah. and in the I'm old sorry, days, there were, there, there were no cell phones. So literally it was answering services. So you, uh, yeah, a lot of, yeah, um, a pager. Yeah, yeah. Paid, beeper, yeah. yeah. Oh god. Oh my goodness. I think in, in, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I think if if kind of young actors are listening out there, I really want to say too, it's like you just got to find those small victories or just even it's personal, but another thing is and I'm sure again, Joey, you probably know, it's like you are going to get called like if you do your thing like you are going to get called back to that office and that's like a win already. That's you know, if you get exactly called back it. to that show like they want, you know, that's that's already like a huge, you know, small victory for you and it's like even with 21 Bridges, I auditioned for two or three films from that office. Didn't yeah. get those, but those prior auditions got me to this audition, right? You know? Yep. Yep. I want to talk 21 Bridges for sure, but I also want to mention uh, you did a movie called Pouring Glory. I know this is very personal to you, and you're very proud of this. So what is that all about? So again, so pour, uh, yeah, so Pouring Glory really was, um, you know, was um, bartending a lot working in the service industry. And I, w- I was at a time where I really was feeling a bit, I don't want to say stuck, but I was starting to get a little burnout of going in for some of the same roles or just kind of, I just wasn't really, I just was, again, putting putting a little too much pressure on myself. So I said, how, how can I kind of uh, take some of that pressure off, create something and, and, and write something that I, I'm passionate about. So Pouring Glory was kind of the attempt to write something that I felt, you know, passionate about and I got excited about. And basically Pouring Glory is a mockumentary. It would basically, it would be like Best in Show or Spinal Tap meets Rocky Four meets uh, Cocktail starring Tom Cruise, you know? So it was really, um, it's about a, bar, it's, it's kind of spoofing, uh, it's just a comment on celebrity culture and social media and bartending. I play 
Tyler the Wrist Reggiano. He's the world's most famous bartender. He's <laughs> he's the most famous bartender or like person in the, he's a huge celebrity. He has his own albums. He affects political uh, outcomes. He he's just kind of in the cultural eye. All and it was kind of poking fun because some of the bartenders that I worked with, or just in general, sometimes in any profession, we all take ourselves a bit too seriously. So I kind of I really just wanted to poke fun at that. And then also, um, you know, just kind of explore like my love of like 80s genre films, which is might be a good way to segue into 21 Bridges, because I feel that's another genre film, really, you know. Well, let's talk about that, because, again, this is a huge deal for you. Chadwick Boseman, Sienna Miller, J.K. Simmons, phenomenal cast and a phenomenal movie. Again, as Joey said, not one for the kids. It just seems very, yeah, no. very, very surreal. So tell us about uh, 21 Bridges. Yeah, I mean, 21 Bridges, um, you know, right off the bat, it's just to give a quick a plot summary, you know, um, there's a drug bust that goes wrong and about eight or nine cops are killed and Chadwick Boseman is called in to kind of catch these killers and the way he catches them or decides uh, the remedy is to close all 21 Bridges in and out of Manhattan. The 8-5 was the unit that were, um, the cops were in the 8-5 that were killed. I am a member of that unit. And I'm kind of under J.K. Simmons. I play Lieutenant Kelly, and I'm there to assist and also kind of track down these killers uh, with Chadwick Boseman and Sienna Miller um, and things like that. So it's it's really a kind of, again, it's a ticking clock genre film. We only had, it's, it's, it takes place over one evening. And it's really, yeah. an you know, The French Connection or Escape from New York or wow. it's kind of one of those films. And uh, yeah, it was, it was really surreal because, you know, I, I have such a respect for all of these actors and... You know, they're the cool thing is like they're leading actors in their own right, but they're also like they're all really character actors. They're such great character actors. Sure. You know, and and uh, it was it was one of those things where uh, I'm on set and it's like, you know, I'm having a pinch me moment here. I'm like, uh, this <laughs> is this is pretty surreal. But then at the end of the day, uh, these are also my scene partners. I need them and they need me. You know, we're here together and and kind of just kind of um, embellishing that and just enjoying that collaboration. And also the one thing I did going into this film, since I kind of knew this was going to be a big deal was I said, you know, to myself, I said, I'm going to, um, again, I'm going to prepare as best I can. And, but I'm also going to be very, very open to kind of just learning from this experience and just uh, working with everyone and just uh, being able to adjust and just enjoy just enjoy the collaborative learning process. You know, I'm not going to try and go in and think I'm going to, you know, do, you know, it's, it's going to be this kind of be in the flow uh, of everything and, and going and approaching that really uh, took a lot of, took a load off, you know? Awesome. Well, the movie's out in theaters now, guys, 21 Bridges is out. And again, uh, Darren Lepare, a big part of that. And I got to, we are going to wind down just a second. I want to ask you, what was your emotion when you saw yourself on screen? Oh man. Well, I, I'm glad you asked that. Um, that was again. It was it was a, it was a very uh, amazing moment because I, I just I thought back. You know, I was in high school when I was about seventeen years old. I, I worked as a movie usher in a in a you know a multiplex, and you know I would watch movies. And you know sometimes you look up on screen, you say, oh wow, you know, kind of fantasize. You never really think about it. I really didn't think I'm like, oh, I'm going to be this actor that's going to be in the you know on the big screen. But it all kind of hit me when I was sitting at the premiere, and I was like, wow. I kind of, you know, I did it. Like I'm on this big screen. I'm in movie. Th it was, it was a really, it was a very, very uh, euphoric kind of joyful, uh, personal moment. Yeah, it was great. Very cool. Twenty One Bridges is in theaters now, folks. Chadwick Boseman as well as Darren Lapari, a huge cast. Uh, where can they find you online, Darren? Sure. So um, on Instagram, I am at the real Darren Lapari. I am not on Twitter as of yet. 
uh, Facebook, just under my name, Darren Lapari. And you can check out any of my short films or my reels on DarrenLapari.com. And you're also a bartender, which is really, really badass. <laughs> That's um, the- yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely, uh, I'm a badass bartender for sure. Um, yeah, I am like the John McClane of bartending, you know? <laughs> I am just like, I am. Uh, no, again, again no. Joey, you and I talk, you, you do what you got to do to make a living. And uh, yeah. bartending, yeah. very respectful. Bartended, uh, waiter, catering, you, you do it all, man. I, I yeah, do it all. Do it. I, mean, I think. I think today, today a lot of folks are moving into, uh, you know, because on their own they can just go and do it, which is um, Ubering. Yeah. Um, but mad, mad respect for, uh, you know, folks in this in this, in this service uh, of it's occupation. A, or, it's, yeah, a, it's it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Well, daring a pleasure to have you. Will you come back on again soon? That would be. I would love. I think yeah, got, that would, it would be great. I think we just barely scraped the surface with you guys. You got. I know you got more stuff coming up and. Uh, Definitely keep in touch. And Joey, um, where do they find you online? The Joey Vieira um, on Insta. Uh, just Joey Vieira uh, on uh, Facebook and Twitter. It's Joey A. Vieira. But I'm afraid of Twitter. I don't, I don't put too much on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I just post photos and stuff on Insta videos uh, just about work and, you know, a bit of play. Sure. So Instagram is probably the best place to go to. Gotcha. Joey, always a pleasure as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me. Lovely, lovely meeting you, man. Likewise. Likewise, man. And, and if I'm in L.A., next time I'm in L.A., let's let's all try and catch up if we can. That would be amazing. Definitely. Darren and Joey, thank you so much. Happy holidays, folks. This is the last show for 2019. We are back in January. All new shows and been a great year. Thank you so much. Again, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and all that. Have a great New Year. Please uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.